Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? Uh, well, I cut my hair short and dyed it pink, so if that gives you any indication of how I'm doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Might be the start of a mental breakdown, I don't know. It sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, I just got bored of my hair getting caught all the time and like falling out all over the place and my entire flat being covered in hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I you know, don't work for a company that I actually have to look reasonable for anymore, so... I thought it was weird that I, you know, work in an LGS and didn't have an absurd, obnoxious haircut. <laughs> sure, sure. So I thought I'd just shave most of my hair off and dye it pink. Nice. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, fine. You've reached the, uh, the the cabin fever level of lockdown that I, I did a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if I could get piercings and tattoos, I'd have a, a thousand of them, I swear. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, I think. Again, all things considered, that, that caveat that you've got to stick on everything, but I... I think I'm good. I had a reasonably productive day at work and a good workout. Uh, and yeah, I, I played a game of uh, of Animal Tower against one of my favourite uh, Joshi Pro wrestlers today, so that was cool. Sick, okay. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely get an Animal Tower before it becomes the the cool hype game. It's uh, just a, a game for smartphones where you stack animals on top of each other, and it's really fun. So you're at that point of lockdown, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just playing what sound like objectively not fun games. Oh, it's fun. It's real fun. It's more fun than it sounds. <laughs> yeah, when you have to put the caveat of it's more fun than it sounds, maybe it's not that fun. <laughs> Give it a go. Give it a good, go. Good for you. Yeah. That's that's nice. The little things, you know? <laughs> yeah, what's well, got to be, isn't it? Mm. Cool. So how's your, your week with magic been? Have you managed to engage with it much at all? I have bought a lot of cards. <laughs> And sold a lot of cards. Do you remember like six weeks ago or whatever when you said you were just going to sell the whole collection yeah, and right. never play again? <laughs> I, I did. I sold most of my magic cards. I had a 5k box full of cards and now I don't. No. Um, I, I, the only cards I have are in literally my three EDH decks, my three legacy decks and my two modern decks. Shut up. <laughs> That's selling my collection. Yeah, you had, you had a 5k box of cards and now you've got a box of 5k cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I condensed all my... Um, all my cards down to get jewel lands, and now those jewel lands have like quadrupled in price. <laughs> yep, big money moves. I'm smart, right? <laughs> um, but it's been about it. I've just been buying cards. Um, people that want to do webcam FNMs and stuff really want to play modern, so I guess I built a modern deck. Uh, that's all I've been doing. I have cool. played Zero Magic, I think. I've mainly been playing Teamfight Tactics because <laughs> that is just what occupies my time now. <laughs> It's just so much more fun than drafting magic. Yeah, probably more fun than it sounds, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you can't stack animals on top of each other, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, it's just fun. That's what I've been spending most of my time doing. Because it's, it's, a, it's a new game to get into that I don't have to like, commit loads of time to. Yeah. So World of Warcraft was like, oh, I've got to do this and this. And you know, block off hours of my, my weekend to do raids and stuff. And yeah. I just can't bother to do that. Whereas this, I'm just like, oh, I'll log on for 40 minutes. <clears throat> I can play on my phone as well. Um, and it's just it's just constantly drafting, which is the fun bit of draft. Hell yeah. Yeah. How's, how's your week been for Magic? Yeah, it's been fine. I've uh, been playing a bit more Arena. Uh, managed to managed to get into Mythic somehow. <laughs> I didn't get into the numbers, but I was in like 96% or something. Um, just cool. from playing Best of One Historic with an Esper Control deck I brewed. Sweet, uh, okay. It's absolutely no idea how, but it, yeah, it, it's been fun enough. been playing mostly on mobile. Um, really trying to push it to its limits it's 
I feel like it's gotten considerably worse over the past week. Like the 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 quality of the game on Android. I think I'm experiencing quite a few more crashes, and I'll just have like games are in the middle of of the game. It'll just stop in my turn, and then my opponent's timer will be going down, and then they'll use all of their rope, and then mine will start going down, and no, like neither of us can sort of take game actions. So that's been a bit frustrating at times. But sounds it, good. It's, it's worked well enough that I managed to sneak into Mythic, so that's that's fine. Uh, I've done a couple of drafts on there as well now, and. I, I can draft on my phone. I can draft magic on my phone. It's it's all I've ever wanted, really. You can, uh, or you can draft League of Legends champions on your phone. That sounds like less fun <laughs> than it probably is. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I I can I can do a draft. I can do a magic draft from my phone, like in my bed, on the toilet, wherever. It's great. It's great. Uh, it's not perfect. It's far from perfect, but it it works, and that's. That's the, that's the main thing, right? I'm I'm going to assume that your wife is worried that you've died on the toilet because you'll like go for a shit and then start drafting, and then we'll just get really into it and won't move. So you'll be in the toilet for an alarmingly long amount of time. I mean, if if you're doing like bot drafts, you can get through a draft fairly quickly. In the time it takes to have a poo. Uh, I could attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like I'd like to you I'd like to try and report back, please. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, not how I've, I've yet I to attempt to speed speedrun a draft, but hey, that that's something I could do in the future, definitely. Speedrun a draft. Yeah, because but, you need. To, yep. Yep. Besides, but besides arena, <coughs> I haven't really played any magic, but I've, I've certainly been keeping up with magic news. There's there's quite a lot oh, to talk yeah. about this week in between. Absolutely. Uh, Time Spiral Remastered and just the incredible cards in this set and the whole brand new thing that we got last week out of the out of nowhere really. Yeah, where do you wanna do you wanna st- do you wanna start with the less fun one first? The one that I'm uh, gonna be less excited about. Yeah, go for it. I'll let you decide which one that is. <laughs> uh y- Universes Beyond. That's the one, yeah. So Thursday last week? Uh, sure, time is immaterial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. One day, one day last week, out of nowhere, we started spotting a couple of news articles saying that, oh, on an investment and the Hasbro investors call, it was confirmed that there was going to be a Magic the Gathering and Lord of the Rings, and a Magic the Gathering and Warhammer 40k crossover. Uh, they used the term mm-hmm. expansion in regards to, to Lord of the Rings, which. Yep. So obviously words mean things uh, and the word expansion definitely means something in, in terms of magic that usually means like a, a booster box set they so don't that was normally use the word expansion though right? they normally uh, just use the word set right? Like standard yeah set. yeah. they usually they usually use, use the word set um, but obviously in the past they've, they, they've used the word the word expansion you had like whenever a set, a set came out that wasn't a core set it was it was an expert level expansion it was that's what it was called back in the mm-hmm. back in the nineties, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's not really a ter- really a term that they use in a lot of marketing these days. But that was for, for I guess for people who are quite familiar with with that older terminology, it was like okay, this is going to be a set. It's going to be a Lord of the Rings set. What what is this going to be? And then flash forward a couple of hours after we've had a lot of speculation, uh, we get a an article and we get a, a new Wizards of the Coast logo. 
Uh, yeah, I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that. So we uh, <laughs> we get the article magic magic's voyages to universes beyond, and it's a it's a new product line essentially. It's probably the best way of putting it. I think uh, so. They yep. are going to be now doing big, I guess a big crossover product line called Universes Beyond. Uh, and Universes Beyond is where they're going to explore expansive universes. So far, we know that is going to be Warhammer Forty Thousand and the Lord of the Rings, and there are going to be other sets in the future, which will integrate other uh, other IP into Magic: The Gathering. And they've said that the Walking Dead secret lair will be grandfathered into this Universes Beyond product line too. So the the thing that's going to be, I guess, differentiate these cards from regular Magic cards is that it's going to have the have the different holofoil stamp like the Walking Dead ones had, like the weird triangular slash Y front shape um, <laughs> little hologram yeah. stamp. Mm-hmm. And that's how we'll know. That's how we'll know whether this card is is well. I guess it's probably not the yeah. only way we'll know because it'll have Rick from The Walking Dead on it, so it'll have Rick from Rick and Morty on it, so it'll have Rick from from Bottom on it. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Though. I, I, it's I don't like different IPs in Magic. I think that has been well established. I think the Godzilla cards were cool. Um, I hate The Walking Dead, but I think that's genuine because I literally don't give a shit about The Walking Dead, and that was my own thing. But if you're going to try and convince me to like different IPs in Magic, these are the two that you should choose. Yeah. <laughs> like 40k and, and Lord of the Rings in Magic are like the two best IPs you could you could put in to, to have me on board. So I'm I'm kind of I don't hate this as much as I hated the Walking Dead Secret Lair. Yeah, I think my issue with the Walking Dead Secret Lair was it, I mean I had multiple issues with it, but I think the thing that was frustrating for me was that it. it was just so many different things. Like, not only mm-hmm. was it a, a brand new IP outside of Magic being bought into Magic, it was also mechanically unique cards, and it was also sold in a, a very limited window, and also multiple of them looked legacy playable. There were just so many things that I just did not like about the product. But if we're talking about what we know about these two, Warhammer 40k and Lord of the Rings so far, I have no issue with it at all, and I think it might be quite good. So we know the Lord of the Rings is going to be a, an expansion, so we, we know it's going to be a set. They've confirmed it's going to be a set. Uh, they've said that it's not going to be modern legal, and it won't be standard legal. So you can think of it like a supplementary product. It's just a different way of doing a silver-bordered product, essentially, except it'll be legal in eternal formats, so Legacy Vintage Commander, Although they haven't confirmed Legacy and Vintage yet, but we, we know that these cards will be legal in Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the Warhammer 40k one, uh, they've said that they're going to be Commander decks, so they haven't said how many they're going to be yet, or what the themes will be or anything, but they've said they're going to be Commander decks, and they're, they're going to be released next year. And that that's cool, that's cool. Um, again, I think if you're going to do this sort of product, that's the best space to put it. They're going to be commander yep. decks. They're going to be sold in in LGS. They're going to be sold in Walmart. They're going to be sold in Amazon. It's not going to be, you know, exclusive to Hasbro Pulse or locked behind a, a, some sort of like timed release like Secret Lairs. So yeah, I am I'm, I'm fully on board, which feels kind of strange. I, I it's weird. Really right? It's a strange. Yeah, 
I didn't yeah. I didn't like the Godzilla cards to begin with. Like as somebody who really loves Godzilla and really loves magic, I didn't like the two worlds colliding like the way they did, but I I've definitely come round to it a bit more in time. Uh, I really didn't like the secret lair for multiple reasons, but I think now that we've got this information that okay, we're just going to do this as like a totally different product line. These things exist, but they exist in a separate space from our, our normal magic releases. This doesn't affect your normal magic releases. I I think I'm fine with that. I think yeah, I think it, that makes a difference definitely. To me, it, it's quite clear. You know, Has Hasbro see Hasbro see what what's going on. They look at crossover events are massively popular across every aspect of pop culture. They look at like just look how successful like Funko Pops are. Like they look at that and they say, hey, look, we can we can do that. The ones that we've done already, the Godzilla one has been very successful and very well received. The Walking Dead one has been very successful and very well received. No matter what a very small vocal minority may say, it's it was the best selling secret lair by a large margin that they, they wanted to point out on that stream again and again yep yeah so they've you know like couple that as well with like the what like almost decade of, of hundreds of people constantly logging on to Mark Rosewater's Tumblr and going oh what colour identity would Batman have oh what mechanics would Wolverine have like you see him answering hundreds and hundreds of questions like that every day this is this is just the, the ultimate End product of that, really, in in my opinion. It's, yeah, it's it quite clear. Sense. Yeah, like there is an audience. There's an audience out there, and there's people asking for the cards. It it just yeah, like you say, it, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense for Hasbro to do it, and I think because it's a completely separate product line. Like yes, the cards will be legal in some formats, but it's a completely separate product line. I can't see this really sort of taking away any resources from from magic as we know it currently. I think this has there, there are a lot of different things that makes me like this a lot more than just randomly getting a Walking Dead secret lair. Yeah, just sort of out of the blue and then just announcing it is that they've taken time to to explain specifics about yeah. what's going to happen. Um, and we know that it's you know sort of this like you say separate entity to traditional magic and and the the way that they're going to be designing. The, the normal magic cards that we're used to. Also, these IPs feel a little bit more magic adjacent. <laughs> they feel a little bit more grounded in that sort of. And obviously, you know, 40k's sort of sci-fi, and I guess Age of Sigmar would have made slightly more sense. But also, Age of Sigmar mm. is just basically magic, but models. So you yeah. don't really have much I, um, IPs I, going apart from characters. I've seen I've seen a lot of people complain about that specifically, like oh, 40k. It doesn't make sense. Why didn't they do Age of Sigmar? It's like, well, for a start, as far as Games Workshop products go, 40k is is ridiculously more po- more. Um, what's the word? The word's called more popular. Ridiculously more popular than Age of Sigmar. Oh, so yeah, from a business yeah. from business sense, 100 percent makes it makes sense to go with 40k if you're doing a Games Workshop product. Definitely. Yeah. The other thing, I I don't think that I don't think that having a sci-fi product is is really that different from a lot of stuff that we see in Magic anyway, especially when you look at some of the older stuff with the Phyrexians, they're all you know, mm-hmm. robots and machinery going on look at Kaladesh, look at the Izzet on Ravnica, look at the Simic and, and really like sci-fi and fantasy are the exact same thing, the only difference is the technology Yeah, 
and it, it fits a lot more easily into sort of a magic in terms of lore and in yeah, terms of hundred percent, hundred percent universes. I and suppose. I think even like another thing that I've seen people sort of criticise or be confused or wary of is obviously the the themes and the law and magic in in uh, Warhammer Forty K obviously very different to the kind of stuff that we see in magic currently. There's a lot of you know it, it's very grim dark. It's there's a lot of adult themes, there's a lot of controversial themes, and you know a lot of themes that are explored like fascism and, and race, racism and a lot of stuff sort of explored around those spaces where that's not something that we see in magic currently but I, I think a lot of the people making those arguments or talking about that stuff are really really neglecting a lot of the things that we've seen in magic's past like especially if you, if you look at the Phyrexians if you look at Yorgmoth if you look at all of that stuff there are a lot of similar themes between old magic lore and some of the things that you see in, in Warhammer 40k. I really yeah, don't absolutely. think it's too far removed at all. Well, most of uh, most of Yogmoth's storyline is just about how into eugenics he is. Yep. <laughs> which is very um, which is very 40k-ish. Yeah. And yeah, I think like we've had very sort of not happy-go-lucky, but a lot more sort of more family-friendly themes in Magic recently. Yeah, it's it's, just... it's it's very very much been Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, and you know, Nicobardus gets a lot of uh, a pass because he's a big fun dragon. Yeah, and if he was just a man, he'd be a bit more evil. But I, yeah, I, I think a lot of people are just they bring up those kind of things and just they're just bad faith arguments that they don't actually care at all. They just don't like sort of diluting the purity of what magic is with different yeah. IPs. Uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings is just uh, like. Lord of the Rings is just Lord of the Rings, right? And you could easily just print a Gandalf card or what have you. Yeah, Lord, Lord of the different. Rings is just the baseline for any any fantasy thing ever. Starts at Lord of the Rings and develops its, its own ideas from there. Like, yeah, most most of like most of Dominaria is just borrowed from like Tolkien's world building. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, I guess that's the same with Age of Sigmar, right? Like, oh, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, they just work, and and you can see those as being part of, and then they they did. Say that because you know it's universes beyond it's that they're not like adjacent multiverses that all exist in this kind of thing. They will be separate, but you could see like Middle Earth being part of the multiverse in the same way that you could see like a kaiju plane where literal Godzillas exist being part of the multiverse. That's why I think the Godzilla kind of works. Like, they, they could just be you know Godzillas could be adjacent to uh, adjacent to Magic's multiverse in the same way that these things could be. It's just when it comes to that's why I think The Walking Dead was just so weird because it was just it's meant to be because it's on Earth, Earth. yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just Earth people with actual just semi-automatic rifles, which was kind yeah. of weird. <laughs> which didn't really work. Whereas 40k is just so like far removed and so strange um, from real life that it, it kind of works as a setting for yeah. for a magic set. But I think these products can be cool. Like I'm 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 into it. I uh, I want to see what they do. Hopefully they don't print anything broken. Um, for, for older formats, but I, I think it's fine. And yeah, I fully agree. I think th the very least, like I don't think it's anything to be concerned about currently. We know that the first one that's going to be released is the 40k Commander decks, and they're going to be released next year. Uh, like we've no idea what any of the cards are going to be. I think I I can't remember. If I've read it for certain, but I think the the Warhammer cards are going to be mechanically unique cards, or at least most of them will be mechanically unique. Uh, 
but like realistically out of like four commander decks that's let's say it'll be four commander decks like most commander products are now what are the odds that there's going to be like uh, if like one or multiple busted cards for legacy or vintage like I, I can't imagine it's going to be at all I mean it's going to be weird casting a card called Kadama's Reach to ramp out like a Space Marine Commander but if you get away from that <laughs> um uh, yeah, we we don't know what's going to be in them. I mean, they've also said that they might they're, they're going to do mechanically unique cards, and some of them will be reskinned. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Which yeah, I mean, some... it might be the commander decks. Like we might just get you know uh, a Zedru, but it's like a a Tau character or something reskinned. Yeah. So and that yeah. would be fine. Hundred percent. That's absolutely no different than sitting down across the table with somebody who's had their commander deck altered to look like Space Marines. Like <laughs> no yeah, different. People at do all. that all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 basically exactly the same, like you say. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I'm I'm excited to see what they what they do with it. And yeah. What cards they print, but I, I didn't think I'd because you know the Walking Dead sort of threw me for a loop when it was first announced, and I kind of got really annoyed at it. But I think this, like having it ahead of time, like at least nine months out, ten months out of when we're actually going to get the first of these products. Explaining it in detail what it's going to be, them choosing IPs that I personally enjoy more, <laughs> yeah, um, and IPs that make more sense when you mix it with magic. It's it's going to be a very, I'm going to have very different feelings towards it when it comes out as opposed to the Walking Dead one. Yeah, definitely, definitely, exactly the same here as well. Like yeah. I think it it is just that having like that full explanation of like this is what it's called, this is what it's going to be. This is how it's different from Magic. Yes, some of the cards will be legal in some formats, but the cards won't be legal in in these formats. So, like, e- even if even if you even if you love Magic and you really really hate this and you don't want to see these this crossover stuff at all, like, you still have options. Like, you can still play Standard and Modern. Like, they're not going to be legal there. Yeah, or, they're like, effectively not going to be legal in Legacy and Vintage, right? Because they probably won't yeah, be enough. What are the odds that, that they're going to be played? Like we we don't you know we don't know what the cards are going to be yet, but I, I I would hazard a guess at this point that they're not going to print anything that's going to be that's going to see a very high level of play in Legacy. Even if you look at the Walking Dead cards, like yes, two of them may be playable in Legacy. Two of them did put up some good results back when uh, when they were first released for for Magic Online, but. You don't see the people playing those cards now, like nope. And I would argue that the decks that are playing those cards have had better cards printed since then as well. Like, do you want to play like one or two copies of of, of Negan, or do you want to play one or two Skyclave operations instead? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I think. It, a lot of it comes down to just magic players like to complain and this is just the next thing and we won't care about it soon. Like with, with The Walking Dead, like I said at the time we won't care about this in two weeks and two yeah. weeks out from that we didn't care at all and we don't care now and it comes up occasionally in conversation but the outrage machine just keeps on turning and people will never be happy and magic yeah, players will never be happy so. I mean, there are there are still things that happened with that that I, I do care about, I, I really really dislike that it was mechanically unique cards that were sold mm-hmm. only in a specific time frame that sucks, uh, but but now having it being part of this universe beyond series, 
and doing things like that in the universe beyond space um, I don't have too much of an issue with that because you know like yeah sure like nobody needs to buy magic cards nobody needs to own magic cards like you don't need to but like you know leaving all of that to one side like you you won't need to buy any of these universe beyond products at all like you really won't and i i think at this point you know like they said with the walking dead cards like if there's something that is is having such a big impact or is is like demonstrably like impacting formats to the point where like they need to reprint more of this card then they weren't they weren't uh, I mean, they, they said that they would do like a, like a magic skinned version of the card or a uh, a magic reprint of, of that card, and I can imagine that that's something that they'll do as well for these. Like, let's say there is something in the Warhammer Commander decks that is is essential if you want to play a, a top legacy deck, and they print all the Commander decks and they can't print them again. I I assume they will do a similar thing where they will just print a magic version of that exact same card in the future in a future set. Yeah, Commander, Leg- Commander Legends Two or Modern Horizons yeah. Three or whatever. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, they, like they've, somehow, they've specifically said that. Yeah, like somehow I I have faith in them enough to 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 believe that if if any of this does cause a problem, they will fix it and they'll find a way. It might take a bit of time, but I I have faith that they'll do it. Speaking of having faith in Wizards of the Coast, yeah. Can we can we talk about Times Four Remastered? Oof, let's go for it. Let's go for it. <laughs> Because this so, yeah. has restored all my faith in uh, <laughs> them to design good products that are tailored to specifically me. Just, like whatever, whatever money Gavin Ver is on, like give him a raise. Hundred <laughs> yeah, like, percent. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this I fucking love this product so much. Yeah, it's just so good. This one hundred percent satisfies the paper boomer in me. I hate that term. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> Yeah, sure. We you know we we said it last week. It's you know you got your Ken riffs for the Zoomers and the Gatewatch for the Us Millennials, and then you your old your old stuff for your for your Boomers. And I hundred percent a paper Boomer, hundred percent. And this this set does fully satisfy that. Uh, we've got we haven't got the whole set spoiled yet. Obviously, we're still in spoiler season. Uh, and from what we've seen so far, I think it's absolutely fantastic. They yeah. they've done the remastered thing like they like they have done for a few sets. You know, Tempest remastered for Magic Online, Kaladesh remastered, and Armand Kett remastered on Arena, uh, where they they've taken they've taken the greatest hits of of the limited formats and put them into one set, combining sort of multiple sets from from a singular block, and any sort of problematic cards or just just chaff they've removed. And I think from what we've seen so far, the set itself looks looks fantastic uh, we know they've they've play tested it thoroughly they've they've included some really good cards from across all, all three sets and I, I think they've got the balance spot on from what I've seen so far the only thing I think is a bit of a letdown is some of the mythics are a bit crap but also quite a lot of the rares in times for a block aren't great and you have to make some cards mythic yeah <laughs> like seeing restore balance at mythic is uh, weird but yeah, like seeing damnation at Mythic is very weird. Yeah. But also, like you know, like yes, they have to make cards Mythic. Like I mean, they don't have to, and I'd love it if they didn't. But 
you sell more packs if you have mythics. <laughs> like that's something they know, and they're just they're just like they're not yep. going to not do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it makes sense to make the more impactful cards for limited uh, mythic, definitely. So I, I understand why damnation is a mythic. I don't like it, but I understand it. Restore balance as well. Ancestral vision. Yeah, ancestral vision at mythics weird, very weird. But it's here and it's fine, and that's. That's okay. Like I, under, I understand it. I don't have to like it, but I do. I do understand it. So let's get into some reprints. Yes. And just talk about the the vast swathe of because when I, when I first saw Time Travel Mass, I was like, oh, there's not really any cards from not really any cards from Time Travel Block that really need a reprint or like that that are going to be heavily desired and you know forgetting most of the set, including yeah. Damnation. I was like, oh, Tarmogoyf, and that's about it. But you've got you've got Damnation, Angel's Grace. Yep. That was getting up there. Uh, new art for Mangara. That's yeah. cool. Uh, oh, Avon nice. Mind Sensor in a new border with the original Rebecca Gay art. That's cool. A bunch of slivers. That's yep. cool. New art for Logic Knot. Uh, to, original Teferi. <laughs> for, <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, Ancestral Vision, like we said. Venser. Pact of Negation, which is a very expensive card that needed a reprint. Yeah. Uh, Walk the Aeons. <clears throat> uh, Riffer and Cloudscape, cube all star. Oh yeah, <laughs> limited all star. Like if if you, so I I did a time spiral like original actual time spiral draft. Um, one of the last in paper events that I did. <laughs> wow, uh, quite a while ago now, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, um, Gavin Point Games did a they they had a, a box of time spiral. We did a time spiral draft, and it was stupidly fun. Uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yep. Even at, even at whatever ridiculous inflated price it will be these days. Uh, yep. Yeah, my pack one pick one was Rift Wind Cloud Skate because it, it, it's just that good and limited. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, you have a look yep. through the set and there's just there's so many cards that are just, just cube all-stars. Whenever there's like a like a cube up on Magic Online, there's a good handful of cards from Time Spiral Block that are always in it and it's really cool to see a lot of them here. Yeah, and then we've got Street Race. It's always yep. nice to have that card back. New art. Yeah. Slaughter Pact. Yep. Nice to have Slaughter Pact. Nether Traitor, I guess. <laughs> Even though we've seen that recently. It's just, there's just good cards in the set. Smallpox. Like, there are just great cards in the set, and we, we don't know the, the red and green cards, but we can kind of, you know, Wheel of Fate, I assume, will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Tarmogoyf. Wheel of Fate. Like, Tarmogoyf, we know because it's on, the, it's on the, the pack art. With new um, art again? Yeah. Stuff, I guess, like, some of the magus will probably be in there as well. Magi, is that the correct term? Will be in there as well. Maguses. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the red and green cards, but from what we've seen so far, it's it's just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they finally made a product that's like perfect for the entrenched players. Yeah. And I yeah. think they, they were trying to do that with stuff like Modern Horizons, and it didn't quite hit the mark and kind of, you know, ruined construction formats. <laughs> um, and I think this is just because you know time spiral time spiral block draft time spiral draft is is known for being an extremely complex format that's not good for new players because yeah. there are you know 600 different mechanics that you you have to know and loads of cards to to know they're all very very different you know you don't get like your your standard sets where there's four main mechanics and they're all fairly simple to grok once you once you get your hair around like there's flanking in this set which is which is yeah. going to be a nightmare and madness and cycling and um, Shadow and suspend. And suspend and exactly, yeah. <laughs> Split and second, morph. It's all. And some, yeah. 
and some sliver synergies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the product for, for entrenched players who, who know the rules inside out, just want to have a, a ridiculous draft format. And I think that's great. And then they've um, they've doubled down on that by printing a bunch of cards in old border. <laughs> yeah. So which are all incredible. One of the things that we knew going into this was that it was going to have a, have a time-shifted slot like original Time Sparrow did. But the play this time was rather than bringing back old cards from the past, it was going to be cards that had had a print after Time Spiral block uh, reprinted with the old border. So obviously we knew that Chalice of the Void was going to be a thing. We saw the Lotus Bloom uh, promo as well, and we knew that Relentless Rats was going to be one as well. But uh, we've we've got a good a good selection of them so far. So we've got most if not all of the white cards blue cards and black cards and like every single one is a, is a home run they're all just bangers there are no bad ones yeah yeah fully, fully i mean some agree. of them might not be worth money but you're not going to be sad opening any of these because they're all like cards that see some kind of play somewhere yeah whether that be commando modern legacy even pauper yeah commando modern legacy pauper vintage as well like there's some absolute vintage all-stars in this set <laughs> super stoked about because obviously these are going to be on magic online as well so i, I just love it i absolutely love it yeah the the, the sets it's just it's just incredible like because they, they know that the kind of people that play this one must like the old border cards and i can't i can never explain when someone asks why i prefer old border cards why i like them i just i just think the border looks nicer just more i just think pleasing. It, yeah and there are some cards like some of the cards from from like you know original mirrodin block and stuff which we, which were the first cards printed in this in, in the new border just fit the old border so well yeah um and like cranial plating just looks like it fits crystal shard just looks like it fits and you have so many cards that just they just look nicer in the new in the, in the old in the old border like Trinket Mage just looks incredible. Um, Remand, uh, just there are so like many... literally all of them like look better in that old border. They're so they're so good. You can just build like whole decks now, yeah. Just in, in exclusively old border. I think like specifically like the the old blue border and the old black borders look incredible. Like they look so different from from what they do now. Like the the whole sort of swirly watery effect on on the blue one, or like the weird bubbly stuff down the sides of the of the black borders just look fantastic and they go really well with like some of the cards that we've seen for black i think that really stand out on that border like shriekmore looks amazing yorgmoth looks amazing uh, zulaport cutthroat with that border looks fantastic as well and i think like relentless rats with that art and that border really pops can we can we just have this every year i would love that just every every year just regardless of what supplementary products we have can we just have a slot that has a bunch of like you know you get a preordain green sun zenith ghost quarter uh, just field of ruin just all these cards that everyone wants to play in order formats just in an old border yeah it'd be a good way to sell core sets just you, you know you just don't have to make them, don't have to make them standard legal just yeah once I I guess it's just it's just like they just did them like like expeditions in core sets every year. Like, open a pack and there's a chance of getting an old, an old bordered card. It would be so good. It's just perfect, for like for for older formats, and you can get these in every language. Yeah. That that magic cards are currently printed in, and the foils come with the the little shooting the little star shooting on the bottom star left. As well. Yeah. 
it's just so it's just so good and they're not they're not just like random crappy reprints that no one's ever going to play they're either very good in commander or they're playable in eternal formats yeah that's it like they all they're all just playable i mean we're not going to list all 50 of them that we've got currently but like I, I don't know what I expected them to put in this slot, but I don't yeah. think Treasure Cruise and True Nemesis were part of that. <laughs> part of the yeah. assumption that I had. Gurmag Angler Tassica. That yeah, that that was it. Like I, I, I definitely had like, you know, ideas that oh well, it's gonna be it's gonna be some some newer cards, but it's it's gonna be cards that aren't necessarily very good, but there'll be a handful of good cards. Like, uh, like I don't know, maybe, maybe we'd would see, like, a Thoughtseize or a. Or a, I don't even <laughs> I don't even know. I'm trying to pick trying to pick one that they haven't printed that's like amazing. Like like maybe they'd see see maybe we'd see like a Thoughtseize or I don't know like like one of the swords or something would be in here. But the vast majority of them will just be like like draft chaff that you know, you might play in your draft. But every single card is is playable across a whole multitude of formats. And everything from Thraben Inspector being a pauper all star to Paradoxical outcome, <laughs> vintage staple. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. You've you've got something for everything, and then you've got like Mystic Confluence, which is just a great commander card. Yeah, great commander card, great cube card. Uh, I, yeah, I I I need to replace. I'm going to replace the Judge foil on my cube with a, an old border one because I I think the border is incredibly nice in that one. Uh, stuff like like SRAM. Senior Edificer, like that card is is fantastic and like a really specific deck, but it does see a lot of play. I never imagined SRAM would be printed in this old border. No. Gomag <laughs> like, Gomag Angler, I'd never think Gomag Angler would have been reprinted here, but here we go. Here's a good legacy playable staple. Like, it's oh, it's amazing. We've got Dismember with brand new art, 100% in for that. Like, well, give it's me the, all the of FNM, those. the FNM art. Oh, is it FNM art? Yeah, there's the FNM Premier, so this is the first time oh, you can sweet. get this art in non-foil, and it also oh, means cool. that I can replace my uh, three Snilson ones. Yep, that is exactly what I'll be doing too. <laughs> Which is a bonus, and you've got the, the original guild-packed art of Leyland on the Void. Yeah. I, oh, God. I just love this set. It's yeah. just it's just perfect. Every time I preview an old border card, even if I never play it, like, I never play Vampire Hex Mage, right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm like, going to, and we can play the Dark Step, Dark Depths deck, but yeah, Jesus I'll Christ, play I love Vampire. that card. I'll play it in cube, definitely. 100% play it in cube. There's one in my cube already. Like that's gonna get replaced with this one. Like yep. a bunch of stuff like Talrand. Sometimes I might pick a Talrand in cube, but I wouldn't play it outside of that. But then, like on the flip side, there's there's Ponder, old blue border Ponder. It looks incredible. I'm gonna need a play set of those for my my Legacy Storm deck. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I love it's just, everything. It's how you. Set. It's this this product is just how you tailor something to your old school entrenched audience, right? Yeah. Because I know that I and a lot of people don't like to pick up reprints of cards. Like yeah. if I'm gonna play cards in, in legacy or or even modern, I don't really want the reprint. I want the original the original yeah, printing I, of cards. I'm very much like that as well. Like I always like to play whatever the oldest printing of a card is. Like Look at like my legacy deck. I've got beta dark rituals, like whatever the whatever the oldest version of a card is that is is affordable. Like when it comes to legacy, that can sometimes be <laughs> <laughs> be the caveat. But yeah, yeah, I and I, I think this is a really good way 
of doing that because it's not necessarily the oldest printing of that card but it 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 has that that old border that old style that old school aesthetic that is just it's 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 very difficult to replicate with new cards i think i think yeah. when you look at you look at like sometimes like you look at old magic cards and they just look they just look like a, like a relic from a different time because i guess they are but it's that that old school that old school fantasy feeling that's really difficult to repl- replicate with the new sort of direction that or I guess like the more modern direction Magic's had over the past decade and just just doing this really, really scratches that itch, I think. It's it's just it's a it's a perfect supplementary product. Yeah. And, and it really really solidifies that sort of um not every product is for you. Yeah. This yeah, product is for the, the you know, the old school paper boomers who really want wanted old border copies of uh Remand and Trinket Mage. <laughs> yeah. Who who really want to like add that flair to their deck, who don't want these Extended art, stupid foils that turn into Pringles. They want this, the, these versions of cards, and I, I like that they're willing to do that and just be like, okay, this product just probably won't sell that well, but the people that will buy it are gonna buy it voraciously. And I know that I'm gonna want, I'm gonna, probably gonna open some of this product, <laughs> which is not a good idea. But like, just any of any of these things that I open, I'm gonna want. Like, I'm gonna want any of these old border cards if I open them in packs. Yeah, that, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm definitely gonna buy. Like I want to buy a box to open definitely just so I can open a bunch of these old border cards, but I also want to buy a box to draft in the future when that's possible again because I, I want to just I just want to draft the shit out of this set like I really do right I yeah I, I loved I loved that that one time spiral draft that I did in paper was amazing would love to replicate it and this is probably the closest that we're gonna be able to do affordably or easily I guess. Uh, and yeah, I, I would just I would just draft it over and over again. So, who knows? Who knows how many boxes of this I'll end up getting? It's 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 just a perfect product. Yeah. This is, yeah. I, I, and I didn't expect them to do that. I thought you know we're sort of in the new school of magic where we're appealing to newer players. We're trying to make things have fit into its own sort of aesthetic and 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 print special stupid foily extended art versions of things. And different borders and stuff, and then this is just sort of kind of kind of out of left field, and just really really appeals to people who play Legacy, who we thought were a sort of forgotten community for such a long time. If you'd asked me a week ago if I was excited for Time Spiral Remastered, I would have been like, "Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good," but I'm I'm mostly just looking forward to Chalice of the Void coming down in price slightly, pick up a place that Chalice is a bit cheaper, but like. Now I'm just like, oh yes, like this, this is this is everything that I've ever wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's it is, it just is, and and I love it, and I'm really really whoever came up with this idea um, deserves a raise. Yeah, I believe it was Kevin Verhey. <laughs> that man, that man, ghost, it's just he's under underappreciated, and even yeah. if he was the most appreciated WotC employee, he'd still be underappreciated. He just every product he touches just is gold. Even if it's stuff like Battlebond, which really wasn't that that big of a deal, it's just such a, it was such a good product and such a good idea. Commander Legends is incredible. This is just amazing, and I've that's that I, I, I can't talk enough about how much I fucking love this product. It's incredible. Yeah, it's just so good. Yeah, I'm just I'm really looking forward to the, the red cards and the and the green. I guess the time shifted red cards and green cards previewed um i think 
yeah, from the caliber of cards we've seen so far, I wouldn't be surprised to see things like like Young Pyromancer for red, or like I don't know, <laughs> name a good green card. Like Thragtusk. Thragtusk has got to be in the green cards, right? Well, there's some there's some things that I think based on based on what we know now because I, I I really wasn't sure like I, I didn't think we were going to get like Dismember and Thoughtseize and Pumper yeah, like, and stuff and, and Trino Nemesis and Remand, Remand like yeah. So I think Rift Bolt Swift Spear would be great. Yeah, maybe Swift maybe Spear Goblin Guide. Um, just like these sort of big red cards that define that sort of archetype just in our border to go along with. Yeah, I think Swift Spear is probably quite a good shout, seeing that we've, we've yeah. seen a, a few cards from Tokyo already. Mm-hmm. Maybe then, maybe Alicia will be in there. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Tasco already. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think green green cards like we can't have Tarmogoyf, which is unfortunate because I would pay a lot of money for an old border Tarmogoyf. We also can't have yeah. Planeswalkers because they've said there are no Planeswalkers. Yeah. I would pay a lot of money for an old border Jason Mindsculptor. <laughs> um, but like Green Sun Zenith obviously would be incredible. Just some Elves cards like Heritage Druid. Yeah. Elvish Arts Druid. Just to go along with all the the old board elves that already see play, I just think would be would be perfect. Like even elvish crater hoof. Like, sorry, crater hoof. Crater hoof. Yeah, that would be incredible. We know that they're not. You know, they're not going to go for cheap cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's like, now you've yeah now you've put Your true boss. name nemesis and chalice of the void out there. It's like okay, well it can be anything. Maybe yeah. maybe yeah maybe we can see a crater hoof. Maybe we can see an oracle of Moldaya. Yeah, it just now it justifies the sort of higher Modern Horizons price point, right? Yeah, yeah. Because before it's like, uh, I'm really going to pay that when the best thing I can open is a time ago for a damnation. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, okay, I can order open a Th- Thoughtseize or Chance of the Vote, and like any a number of other incredible cards that see a lot of play. Yeah, it's oh god, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> this product is so stupidly good and so specifically tailored to me. Um, yeah. What I want out of a product. Yeah, <sighs> I'm, inter- I'm interested to see what they're going to do for the rest of the artifacts uh, and the the multicolored spells. And I'm interested to see whether or not we'll see any lands as well. I think lands could be cool, but I don't know if we will. If they, I know, I know that they're not going to be in here. But if they did the um, Zendikar fetches Nord border, I think I'd just start crying. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not going to put them in here. But no. old border ghost ghost quarter would still be cool. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, exactly. Or, or field, field of ruin. Yeah. yeah, old border field of ruin would be incredible. <sighs> what is... a great product! <laughs> it's, I love it. Absolutely love it. Like, I know it's 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 awfully problematic, but like old border mystic sanctuary. Yeah. Old border so nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just it doesn't have to be money cards, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't have no, to be no, these expensive. No, not at all. No, it's it's, just it's like fantasy player. it's what we saw with the the box toppers from like Ultimate Masters. Yeah. Like, you know, you had a bunch of people kicking off that it was like oh, uh, like crop rotation and and uh, expedition map and stuff. Oh, those and people. Like, well, those cards see a hell of a lot of play across multiple formats. Like, oh, they're just commons. Why are they? Because they see a lot of play and people want them, and they're yeah. worth a lot of money. <laughs> they, they, like those versions are still worth a lot of money. Yeah. Compared to meddling mage, which is a rare, so I guess that qualifies. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't like old border Moldrifter. Moldrifter is not worth any money because it's had seventeen thousand reprints. Yeah. But an old Ooh. border version is really really cool. And I want one of these old border ones. Yeah, yeah, every every single cube, every single cube needs a mole drifter. 
Yeah, Ninja the Deep Hours. Not worth money ever. Nope. Still really cool and old border. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> man, I just repeal. <laughs> Linger and souls, like. <laughs> yeah, it's not. They're not worth money, but they're really, really cool to see in this border. Yeah. Uh, oh god, it doesn't have to be money cards at all. And I'm, but I'm glad there are some money cards. Like yeah. Chalice and New Thoughtseize. Like I'm, I'm glad that there are. You know, you open them and and you'll make some money off it. Like a foil Yorgmoth's going to be absurdly expensive. Yeah, foil Japanese Yorgmoth is going to be ridiculous. Foil yeah. Japanese True Name Nemesis, absolutely ridiculous. There are going to be some ridiculously expensive cards from this set. Mm-hmm. It's just great. This is yeah. uh, do this more often, please. Yeah, <laughs> but just just do it more often. I didn't think I'd find a product that was exactly for me, but I finally understand that not every product for you is for you thing because this is perfectly for me. Yeah, yeah, I fully <sighs> fully agree with that. And I think that this this is this is clearly this is clearly the first of, of many of these types of sets. I think that we're going to see like we will definitely see remastered set again. Uh, I, I think this is going to sell incredibly. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to find out what what they could, what they they're going to do next. I think there's a couple of like really obvious ones they could do. Like they could easily just do like Ravnica remastered, and you just take the greatest hits from all the Ravnica sets and pop that in, and then you have like a special slot with like different Shocklands in or whatever. Uh, or you do Innistrad remastered because we you know that's a very very popular plane, and you just pop all the Innistrad greatest hits in there. Even like they could even just do like Dominaria remastered and just take like the best cards from like that have been set on the plane in Dominaria and do that. Like, there's so many, so many options that they could do with this, and I just love it. I hope, I really hope yeah. that we do get more of these remastered sets in the future. I think, I think, I think the reason it's, this it's is... a really nice, I think it's it's a really nice change from like having like a modern masters like master style set. Although I do love master sets, I think this I I would take Time Spiral remastered over Ultimate Masters or like Double Masters any day of the week oh yeah every day every day and I think, I think that one of the, the most unique selling points and the reason I think this is going to sell well is because of the time shifted sheet yeah and I think that's going to be a huge driving force in why this is going to be a popular product so I think if you do something like an Innistrad Remastered it would be slightly more difficult to generate the hype because you don't have this sort of special slot that, that really appeals to a certain subset of your player base yeah, but it's definitely definitely a good idea. Like you know, a, a snow covered remaster where you have Cold Time, Ice Age, Cold Snap all in one yeah. set. You try and make the best, and like you know, you get snowlands all the time, so you can just draft the most busted snow deck, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool. I like it rather than just like here's a bunch of reprints with vague mechanics tying it all together. We guess, <laughs> you know, like this is so much better than Double Masters, and I think Double Masters was a home run of a master set. Yeah. This is just uh, it's such a great product. I, 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 I told people I was just going to spend half an hour gushing about how much I love this set, and I did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure none of that was intelligible. <laughs> none of it is, makes for good listening, but I'm just so excited that this product exists. And we haven't even finished all the spoilers yet, and it's already my favourite set that they've released since I started playing Magic. <laughs> like, it's not that's, even that's, close. Yeah, that's quite a strong praise. It's not, it's not even close. This is just this. This is just it because because of the way I interact with magic. Like new sets are cool, right? I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Eldrain, much unlike other people. I enjoyed Theros Beyond Death, despite the fact that most of the cards, apart from the broken ones, were shit. Um, this is this is my thing. This is entirely my jam because I don't like yeah. reprint sets because I don't like owning reprints of cards. I like owning the original versions, right? Yeah. So like, I don't want to play Double Masters Path to Exiles. I want to play Conflicts Path to Exiles. I want to play my original printing of of cards that I play. 
I want to play original Stoneforge Mystics. But I think that's cool. You know, they're good products for getting those things out there, and especially when they have like extended art foil treatments. Like those are cool for my commander decks. Like buying foil extended art Jaces is is cool. But this is exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just these these are the cards I want to own. I yeah. want to own all of these cards. Very much. And it, it's it's just that like it just it hits so many different. Uh, different, I guess, demographics that feel like they're overlooked often. Like, like what you said before about like legacy players. Like, the legacy community is definitely one that is. It definitely feels like it's overlooked, and and definitely actually is just overlooked a lot of the time. And this this is one way to give back and say like, yeah, hey, look at like we do we do actually care about you. Here's some stuff that you'll be into. So I, I really like that it hits that. I also really like that it it ticks the box for limited players as well. I think there'll be a lot of people who really love limited who never got to draft Time Spiral block before and realistically won't ever have the chance because of the price of old product. I think these just remastered sets are a really, really good way of of doing like an optimised reprint of an old an old limited format. And yeah, and I, it's, I, it's I think a, with... a lot of people would much rather much rather get to play like old formats or close to old formats uh, than something like a Masters set which is, is more like a cube really yeah and you still get to include this is the thing I think I think one of the big the big driving forces for this is is that because of the time shifted slot you still get the chance to open money and yeah. I think that's the problem with when you're doing older sets if you were to remaster like an invasion or something Sure, it might be a cool draft experience, but you're definitely not going to open any value because yeah. there's no valuable cards in that set, especially if you reprint them. And I think that's problem. And I think this is a good way to do that. So you're like, okay, well, the best thing I can open is a Tomagoyf if I don't open that. I'm basically opening nothing, right? And this is you know damnation because even ancestral vision is not worth any money anymore. Yeah. So you're not opening much from the set in terms of value. There are like two big hitters, but you still get the the other chance to open this cool thing that definitely has value. Whereas if yeah, you were just, just do an old set remastered, then there wouldn't be that much value left in it. You know, like the crappy packs you get in uh, Chaos Draft. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm not excited to open this because I'm not going to get a money card. <laughs> that that This sort of really, really nicely handles that problem as well. Um, as well as just being just excellent. Man. It's just great. And well, like I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to drafting this in person. Because it's going to happen one way or another. Oh yeah, one way or another, I'm gonna make it happen. Like even if I had to have to sit on a box for like two years, it's, <laughs> it's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, um, just more more stuff like this. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like absolutely. Not every product is is for everybody, and, and very rarely do I feel like a product has been designed with me or my demographic in mind. But this is it, and I, I hope I hope we do get more of it more this exact thing please because this is great I look forward to being in debt two weeks after the set releases yeah <laughs> I'm not even joking <laughs> <laughs> awesome cool so is there anything else that you want to, to hit on before we go this week uh, I guess I no. guess so assuming assuming that these are all of the white blue and black cards that are going to be on the sheet is there anything that's sort of glaringly missing or anything you would have included uh, Thalia. Like, yeah. This is for me, like for me personally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like for you, yeah. for you personally, what would you? Let's say like three cards in each color, maybe that you would have liked to see. Oh, okay. Um, Thalia, Stoneforge Mystic, uh, 
Um, I mean, Skycap Apparition would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> but yeah. I guess that's that's asking for quite a lot. Um, in terms of blue, Preordain, Snapcaster Mage, and Force of Negation. Yeah. But again, those are like big money cards that I can't expect them to. Yeah. Like, obviously, totally. Preordain, Preordain would have been cool. Last thing, I can't get excited about the cheaper cards, right? I'm excited about fucking Disdainful Stroke. Um, so I think those are the blue cards I would have wanted. Um, the black cards, honestly, I <laughs> lay on the void and dismember kind of bit. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that, ones that I would I would want and actually care about. Um, like Plague Engineer would have been cool because that has like that evokes an old feeling of, of old magic cards anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Black black cards is is kind of hard, but I think. I mean, I didn't know I wanted an old board of Yorgmoth, but now I have one. Yeah, totally. I'm into it. Um, and red cards, my, my wants are, like, Rift Bolt, Swift Spear, and Goblin Guide, I think would be really cool in an old border. Yeah. Um, and then green cards, where do we start? <laughs> where do we start? <laughs> Easily green Sun Zenith. Yeah. Easily, I want that more than anything. I would buy four of those in Japanese immediately. Um, Crater Hoof Behemoth. And then, like, I don't know... Oh, Noble Hierarch. Yeah. Though Hierarch I don't know if that good. counts because they have the judge problem with the old uh, order. Yeah. Yeah. I, just I, get like I would a assume so. Order. Yeah, they've, they've said that it's it's cards that haven't had an old border treatment. And obviously, <sighs> okay. Like, like Dark Confident would have been cool as well, but that's got an old border too. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think like for me, as far as white goes, like the biggest omission for me is, is Monastery Mentor. Like Monastery Mentor would have yeah, been sick. Class. Especially like given that you've got Paradox Glaucum as well. Like yep. having... Having that in, in vintage for the old border would have been lush. Uh, Ooh, in, in artifact, blue. Mishra's Bauble. Yeah. I would love a Mishra's Bauble in old yeah. border. Oh, hell yeah. All in for that, 100%. Or Pit and Needle. And I guess for, for, for blue, like, it's an out there one, but I would have really loved to see Nexus of Fate. <laughs> universally hated card, Nexus of yeah. Fate. Universally hated card Nexus of Fate, but like in non-foil, who? <laughs> yeah, in non-foil in an old border, that would sure. be so sick. Okay, okay. I think that art would look cool as all of the old border as well. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. Red, like 100. percent like, Give me Young Pyromancer. A couple of Rubble Master would be good. Uh, yeah, Swift Spear as well. Just Swift Spear. Just like any any card of any rarity that just sees play anywhere. 100. percent want it yeah that, that's it isn't it just like that, those are the cards you want just like this is play in X deck like Even an like, old like, Grizzlebrand or something would be incredible yeah oh old, old Grizzlebrand would be amazing it'd be so good yeah be that perfect. that's that's that would have been very good for, I guess yeah that, that's the list for next time next time we want to see Monastery Mentor Grizzlebrand and Nexus of Eight. But they, I think that's like, oh, I want them to be worth money like I don't want them to be worth money I don't care yeah no I 100% like I want I want green to have Colossal Dreadmore. Oh, easily, yeah. Colossal Dreadmore with the old border would be so sick. It would be hilarious every time anybody opened it, and also is just reasonable and limited. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 the perfect magic meme. Yeah. I, oh, God. I, <laughs> I, any, just any card would just be would just be perfect in the old border. Yeah. I want them to do this all the time. Can we just get Time Spiral remastered every year and the main set is exactly the same but the time shift it's lots different. Hell yeah. And we just, just we just print Tarmogoyf and Damnation into the absolute ground. Just re-release all the old sets of the old border. Like, give me Kanzatake remastered. It's just oh, exactly God. the same set but it's all old border. But they're all old border. Ugh. <laughs> pay so much money. Old border <sighs> wing, wingmate rock for the old, uh, the old white border. Oh, hell yeah. 
oh, my favourite card ever. <laughs> oh, Sea Drino, Sea Drino, Sea Drino and Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. In all blue. Oh, so it, it could be, it could be in the set as well. We don't know. We don't oh. know. It's not. Yeah, Sea Drino would be. So what's good. What's it like being this excited about Magic again? I feel like it's, it's weird, so right? Yeah, it's so odd. Uh, I don't genuinely don't remember the last time I was this excited about magic. And no, I, I'm just, I know there have been like, I'm so some things that I've been excited about, but just thinking about all of these cards that we might potentially have or see in the future with this old border treatment just it just makes me really happy. Because I, I feel I, like it's been quite a while since magic has made me feel <laughs> this happy. <laughs> That's because I thought we were excited when we saw that you know the the Japanese cards for. Um... For Strixhaven. Strixhaven, right. yeah, yeah. I thought that was what excitement was when it comes to magic, because I haven't felt excitement in so long. Turns out it's this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what I want. And, you know, it's I get excited about magic artifacts. all the time. That's all it is, brown artifacts. Yeah, I get excited about magic a lot, right? But that's mainly buying cards that have already existed for several years. Yeah. This being this excited about a new product is, is a wonderful feeling, and I hope that it continues. Yeah, me too. My God. Baleful Strix. One time. Oh, oh board of can Baleful you imagine? Strix. Can you imagine? I don't even play Baleful Strix. <laughs> I just want it. Yeah, I I bought a bunch of the secret layer Baleful Strixes, but so nice. I probably played Old Border. Would I play Old Border? I don't know. That we'll have to old see border. the Old Border ones when they're revealed. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Cool. Let, let's end on a high note for Yeah, once. what a set. I'm, I'm into it's it. Fantastic. So it's pretty much what we have time for this week. How do you feel about Time Spiraling Mastered? How do you feel about Universes Beyond? Will we ever see a universe where the two of them clash and we'll see, I don't know, old bordered Pickle Rick? Like... I, I'm, I was so excited about talking about Time Spiraling Mastered that I forgot that we talk about talked about Universes Beyond in this episode. Yeah. That's how excited I was. I forgot what I talked about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, just like, I don't know, this is definitely overshadowing a lot of the feelings that I could have been feeling about Universes Beyond as well, I think, but come let us, let us know how you feel, hit us up on social media, on Twitter we're at hrfdcast, facebook.com slash hrfdcast, or if you've really enjoyed anything in this episode and you'd like to give back in a monetary value, you can hit us back at Patreon, we're at patreon.com slash hour of devastation, where tiers start as little as $1 per month, that's roughly 20 to 25 cents per episode. And we promise that money definitely won't be spent on buying boxes of Transpire Remastered. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you can find the podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher. If you wanted to go to one of those platforms and leave us a rating or a review or a comment, it would really help us get the podcast out to more people. If you want to find me on my own personal social media, on Twitter, I am at PeachGardenOaf. It's over with an F. Facebook, I'm, in, I'm Joe Loudon. You can find me in pretty much any of the magic groups. Uh, I'm probably going to be just gushing about how good Transpire Remastered is. Uh, also on Twitch as well, every Friday night we stream something magic related and every Saturday, Sunday, sort of alternate weeks, we do a whole host of other different things. Maybe this weekend I'll play some, some Animal Tower. You can come find that at twitch.tv slash peachcardenoaf. <laughs> Animal Tower. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. <sighs> Thanks. This set has just blown everything else out of the water. I'm not it's even just... complaining about politics with stuff at the moment. I'm just so excited about this set. Here's 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 one more one more what I want to see. Go on in the set before before we go. Old bordered past in flames. Yeah, that would be great. And I've never cast a past in flames in my entire life, and I would love that. And there we go. And with old that... anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And with that, once again, we're approaching the second hour. The God Pharaoh has returned, so see you again next week on Arrow Devastation.